weird to think about having more than one husband that you are committed to, let alone having seven husbands in your life. Personally, I think I would start questioning why I have had so many husbands but none of them stuck around throughout my entire life. I think it's also strange that we are meant to have one person we get to love for the rest of our lives no matter when we meet them, whether that be when we were two years old or even 50 years old. The concept of marriage is something that is universal and has spanned centuries throughout time. Today, if you haven't worked it out yet, we will be exploring The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid. I'm your host, Jennifer, and let's get into this novel. Taylor Jenkins Reid is an American author born and raised in Maryland before attending college in Boston, where she graduated with a degree in media studies. She began her career in film production as a casting assistant in Los Angeles shortly after. Taylor Jenkins Reid proceeded to sign with her first literary agent when she was just 24 years old, then published her first novel shortly after called Forever Interrupted back in 2013. But since then, she has gone on to writing books like One True Loves, Daisy Jones and the Six, Malibu Rising and Carrie Soto is Back. Like most of the other authors we have talked about, Taylor Jenkins Reid is an author who has just as many accolades, like New York Times bestselling author and 2019-2021-2022 Goodreads Choice Award winner for her novels in Best Historical Fiction. She now resides in Los Angeles with her husband and her daughter. The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo was first published back in 2017. This book is a standalone and does not come in a series, unless you count this part of what we call the famous women quartet, where Taylor Jenkins Reid has written about very famous historical women of the past. The books consist of The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo, Daisy Jones and a Six, Malibu Rising and Carrie Soto is Back. For those of you who don't already know, this book isn't actually based on a true story. Shock. I know, but rather a series of different American actresses from back in the day. Taylor Jenkins Reads has stated previously in interviews that the character of Evelyn Hugo is loosely based on various different women, like Elizabeth Taylor, who was a British-born American actress who rose to fame in the late 1940s and became a Hollywood star in the 1950s, best known for her work as Cleopatra in the 1963 movie Cleopatra. Elizabeth Taylor was also married to seven different men, just like Evelyn was. Taylor Jenkins Reid also took inspiration from Ava Gardner, who was an American actress as well and drew film critics' attention for her performance in the 1946 film The Killers. The way Ava influenced this novel is when she decided to hire Peter Evans, a British journalist and eventual biographer, to record conversations about Ava Gardner's life and the secrets into her and Frank Sinatra's life together. Reed also emulated Rita Hayworth's life because Rita Hayworth was born to immigrant parents. Her mother and father were both Spanish descendants. Rita was convinced to change her name and appearance to be more successful in Hollywood because back then, being a woman of colour got you no roles. She basically had to erase her past to become the woman she was now and forever known for. However, many people have disagreed 
with everything I've just said and they think Evelyn Hugo is based on Gina Perenno, who is a Filipina actress and recently revealed she is part of the LGBTQ plus community as she opened up on her private relationship with fellow actress Natia Vidal. I find it very hard to argue that Evelyn Hugo's story wasn't all taken inspiration from all of these actresses and their stories. Each and every one of these women had amazing stories about their life they wanted the world to know about. Wow, I found researching Elizabeth Taylor, Ava Gardner, Rita Hayworth and Gina Perano very interesting as they aren't talked about or even mentioned but some of these actresses were in major classic movies from back in the early 1930s, 1940s or even 1950s. I really enjoyed learning about each and every actress that influenced the creation of the character Evelyn Hugo. It really gave me a better insight into the character and plus a great history lesson on these incredible women of the past. To recap, The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid is like what the title of this novel states. You basically get to hear Evelyn Hugo with her seven husbands. That's it. No, but really, the novel is about... Evelyn Hugo talking about her seven husbands. Okay, for real though, we are first introduced to Monique Grant. She is a struggling writer who has been trying for years to find success in the journalism industry for over a decade. She's also in the middle of settling her divorce from her husband when she is presented with an offer to write an autobiography for none other than Evelyn Hugo. Monique finds it surreal that she's handpicked by Evelyn Hugo herself to write the tales of her extraordinary life. We start at the very beginning with Evelyn's first husband, Ernie Diaz. Evelyn meets Ernie in Hell's Kitchen in Manhattan where she grew up. Evelyn comes from a poor Cuban family where her mother passed away when Evelyn was very young and so she grew up with her very abusive father. Ernie Diaz fell in love with Evelyn's charm and sex appeal with the benefit for Evelyn to marry Ernie was he was an up-and-coming actor who was about to move to Hollywood and Evelyn saw that as her ticket out of Hell's Kitchen and into the spotlight. In doing so, Ernie helped Evelyn connect with big Hollywood producers like Harry Cameron from Sunset Studios. Evelyn learns she has to sleep around to be taken seriously and so she does. When Ernie soon finds out, she divorces Evelyn straight away. Evelyn at this time changes the way she looks, drops her New York accent and makes up a pretend backstory of her life. Not long after, she lands her first big role as Joe Mark in the movie Little Women. This is when Evelyn meets her second husband, Don Adler, who is Sunset Studios' most promising actor. She marries him and soon finds out he is a jealous and abusive husband. While filming the movie Little Women, Evelyn meets Celia St. James, who is her co-star and a brilliant actress. Evelyn and Celia St. James become friends because Evelyn is jealous of how good Celia is at acting. There are rumours on set that Celia is a lesbian, but Evelyn doesn't care and continues to pursue a friendship that turns into a romantic relationship with Celia. Not long after this, Evelyn files for a divorce from Don, who does not make it easy for Evelyn as she is no longer the next up-and-coming actress after Don Adler blacklisted her from Sunset Studios. 
While in a relationship with Celia, Evelyn is struggling with her career. She then lands herself a role in a risky movie directed by a man named Max Gerard, a promising new French director. At this time, Evelyn marries a rock star, Mick Rivera, to hide her relationship with Celia, but everything goes wrong when Evelyn becomes pregnant with Mick's child and Celia leaves Evelyn shortly after. Evelyn and Celia don't speak to one another for five years and in that time Evelyn divorces Mick Rivera and marries Rex North who is Evelyn's co-star so they can boost ticket sales for their latest movie. After Rex North Evelyn decides to marry her best friend Harry Cameron who is also her producer. Their time together was long as they both conceived a child together and hid two different relationships at the time. Celia is now back in Evelyn's life and Harry is in love with John who is at the time Celia's husband. The four of them would always be seen in public together. During this time John and Harry were happy and so was Celia and Evelyn. But when John suddenly passes away from a heart attack Harry is deeply saddened by this loss and Evelyn suggests that he finds a way to grieve and move on by immersing himself in a new movie project with the legend Max Gerard. At this time Celia has left Evelyn's life one last time. Harry and Evelyn divorce but remain co-parents to their child Connor. Evelyn then marries her last husband, Max Gerard. Soon after, she finds out that he was more interested in the idea of her rather than who she was actually. Max, Harry and Evelyn win big at the Oscars during this time and this sparks a reunion between Evelyn and Celia, where Celia reveals she has emphysema and only has a decade to live. Celia and Evelyn want to relocate to Spain but Harry doesn't want his daughter to go along with Evelyn until Harry falls in love with a man while on his way to tell Evelyn she can go to Spain. Harry's in a car accident because he was drunk driving and later dies in hospital. The man Harry was in love with and who died that very same day as well was Monique's father. Evelyn reveals and this was why she was chosen to write Evelyn's biography. We wrap up the story by finding out that Connor died years earlier from breast cancer and that Evelyn is suffering the same fate as her daughter and so Monique asks Evelyn one last question about who she truly loved and Evelyn revealed it wasn't any of her seven husbands but it was actually Celia. Monique later pieces together the entire puzzle of Evelyn wanting to end her life after she was done with Monique. Monique debates whether she should intervene and stop Evelyn but goes against it as she thinks Evelyn deserves to go with dignity. Wow, was that a summary and a half? I think I needed to recap the entire novel for this one because it truly deserves the recognition of how detailed this plotline really is. I, for one, really enjoyed the writing style of Taylor Jenkins Reid. She absolutely knew her stuff when it comes to historical fiction. You can just tell how much research she did for this book and it really did pay off. Each and every word had a place in this novel. She didn't include anything unless it was absolutely necessary. The narration of this novel was amazing. Everything was perfectly described and the details she focused on were truly brilliant. The description of the places, people's appearances and also the clothes they wore to the Oscars back in the 1950s really was represented in this novel. I also loved how Taylor Jenkins Reid included 
newspaper excerpts in this novel to transition to another period of Evelyn's life. It was a perfect addition to elevate this novel from good to great. The newspaper excerpts tied everything together perfectly because Monique was working for a newspaper outlet at the time and because the newspaper excerpts gave us the readers an important announcement signifying the end of the period of Evelyn's life or even the start of something new for Evelyn. The planning of this book was executed amazingly well as instead of chapters like every other novel you had the different husbands as the different chapters of Evelyn's life. This kept me reading on as the chapters were longer, but that doesn't mean that there weren't natural conclusion points in between the chapters as well, which was a great relief when I wanted to put the book down for a minute. However, I did struggle to first get into this book, but I'm so glad I stuck through the beginning. I think I just found the beginning of the book a little slow to start off with, but by the time I reached Don Adler's chapter in this book, I began to fall slowly in love with the book and I struggled to put it down once I started. It really did help that this book was fast paced and also a very quick read with only 400 pages. Yes, when I say 400 pages, that doesn't seem like a quick read, but trust me, it went by really quick for me. For me personally, historical fiction isn't usually my cup of tea. I don't seek out novels like this because I think I have a preconceived notion that I won't enjoy historical fiction compared to the romance smut novels I usually go for. But was I so wrong for judging this genre before reading it? If I didn't, maybe I would have read this book earlier. From now on, I will be picking up different novels and expanding my literary taste. I partly think that it is because whenever I hear the words historical fiction, I immediately think of Vikings or medieval drama, TV shows like Outland or period pieces like Downton Abbey. I never would have thought I would be picking up a book about old Hollywood movies and the behind the scenes of what the movie industry is really about. Evelyn Hugo, what a fabulous female character she is. She was written so beautifully with grace and such poise. She was the first example of a female protagonist that felt to me like more than the character itself, if that made any sense at all. I felt like Evelyn Hugo as a character was more than the character that was written in these pages. She felt like a real person to me most of the time and with how Taylor Jenkins Reid has written about her through Monique, it just felt like I was reading an autobiography of Evelyn Hugo, even though she doesn't actually exist. Every time I would read a passage where Evelyn Hugo would recount her days on the movie set, I would just fall in love with the scene I imagined in my head. And every time without fail, I would be like, oh, I should probably go rewatch that movie. Then I remember most of these movies she was in didn't exist with the exception of Little Women. And even with that movie, I feel like I was being told a completely different version compared to Little Women movie I've watched in the past. I might have fallen in love with how Evelyn Hugo was described in this novel, but don't get it twisted. She was a morally terrible person. From saving Harry and planting Monique's father in the car accident, everything she put Celia through with the lack of communication and all the marriages she went through. 
This book clearly defined the black and white of old Hollywood in the 1950s and how they worshipped Evelyn Hugo and painted her in such a positive light in the media. But with every retelling of every marriage and its challenges, you could see her true self and all the flaws she has. Evelyn Hugo wasn't perfect, but there were two sides to every story and we got to find out the truth. She was devious, scheming, malicious and cold-hearted because she started from nothing and worked so damn hard to reach the levels of success she achieved in her famous career. But other times I wanted to cry for her because the success she was able to achieve only came due to everything she went through from having an abusive husband to losing who she actually was before her fame. She was described as a beautiful, sensual and seductive woman who used her looks to get her into this industry. Her goal was to climb the Hollywood ladder and become known and that's what she did no matter what it cost her. She was highly driven and never gave up, especially when times got tough. When she had no one other than herself by her side, Evelyn Hugo showed me real human emotion from the love she had for Celia, the love she provided for her daughter Connor and the beautiful friendship she had with Harry. Evelyn really was a well-rounded character. I saw every side to her and felt every emotion with her. I could go on forever but about Evelyn but I won't. Monique, on the other hand, was the ribbon that tied the story together and really elevated this story. Her character wasn't the focus of this novel, but nevertheless, her story was still gripping. Monique as a character was very underdeveloped and I felt like we didn't get to see much about her personality. The driving force of why I liked Monique's character is that I wanted to find out why Evelyn handpicked this 35-year-old woman who hadn't achieved much in her career and was separating from her husband to write her biography when she had the resources to hire someone who was well-known like Evelyn. The intrigue of what the truth behind this was was why I continued reading. Monique was a person of colour who was underestimated and mistreated in every aspect of her life from her job to the people closest to her. Evelyn helped Monique with many aspects of her life from how to finally leave behind her failed marriage to leveraging career opportunities and how to handle her future. I have respect for Monique's character and I'm glad she was part of Evelyn's story. I absolutely loved the amount of representation that was in this book. Taylor Jenkins Reid celebrated love in all of its glorious forms, from the lesbians to the bisexuals and even the gays. Nothing was left out of this discussion. She not only revealed to us the intricate web of lies that Evelyn had made to protect who she truly was from the rest of the world, but the devastating consequences of doing so as well. It really makes you wonder how much society has accepted people's different sexual orientations and also the judgment that is associated with that. It is eye-opening to see how life was different back in the 1950s when this novel was set in to what life would be like if Evelyn Hugo existed in the modern day era. I am so glad I found this book and read it because boy this book was a true masterpiece. Every single word written was meant to be there, nothing was out of place and everything had a purpose and intention. 
Taylor Jenkins Reid wrote this book with a certain goal in mind and she truly hit her mark on this novel. The journey you embark on with Evelyn Hugo through her life is something uniquely special as you get to cry at her pain and experience her heart light up with joy at all her romances. This book had intrigue, a gripping storyline and beautifully developed characters. To say I loved this book is correct. I definitely felt like this book gave me Lana Del Rey vibes with songs like Summertime Sadness and Video Games played on repeat while I read this book. It is elegant and sophisticated yet deeply sad at some points. I would say this book is worth the hype it got and so that's why I'm giving The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by Taylor Jenkins Reid a 5 out of 5 stars. Alright, I hope you enjoyed this one because I certainly did. Let me know what you think about this book. I feel like the majority of people would agree with me on this one as well. And if you haven't already, please follow me on the Book Talk Corner podcast on TikTok and anywhere you get your podcast content. Until next Monday, see you then. Bye. Bye.